So, you know, I want to be able to talk about everything. Because I'm a, I'm a deep ass person, so I like some deep ass conversations. You know, the ladies can tune in to, or, or gentlemen, you know. We need black banks. We need black grocery stores, black hospitals, the whole nine. Soft life, soft life. That's what I manifest. Because great things are going to happen. Amazing things are going to happen. Somebody that is slow to anger, you know, very patient. I just want to look at him and be inspired. Be honest, baby. Be unfiltered. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Unfiltered Sisters. We're your hosts. I'm Pokalane. And I'm Raya B. So today we have a very multi-talented guest, okay? Um, a hairstylist, makeup artist, nail tech, and a tattoo apprentice. She resides in Antioch, Tennessee. She enjoys DIY projects, art, going to the movies, and learning new things. Please welcome my best friend from high school, Morgan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hello, people. Um, so the first part of our show, we like to kick it off with a quiz. It's our unfiltered quiz, which is the easiest test you'll ever take. All we ask is that you be honest, be real, and be unfiltered. And then we'll wrap it up with our last segment called Deeper Talk. And that's a game that we like to play to involve th- uh, thoughtful conversations. So you ready? I am, I think. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so the first part, uh, we like to kind of get into health first. Um, so what's your favorite healthy meal? I love a good salad. I like a chicken salad. Um, I like salmon salad. And a good fruit bowl. Oh, okay. Nice. I love Look, my- it's the chicken salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Or wrestlers deadly. Y'all better come. Okay. Man. What's so? Do you do the um? When you said um, did you say salmon? A salmon? Yeah, salmon. A little, uh, little blackened salmon. Okay. You be making that just like from scratch yourself, or you buy that prepackaged? I make a well. I don't know if it's really from scratch, but I take the salmon, I bleed um, the skin, blacken it with different seasonings. I use just like a regular blackened seasoning. That little seasoning follow that say blackened seasoning. Okay. And then I use um, a little bit of salt, bake it, a little bit of honey, and then um, chop it up, make a salad. Okay. Yeah. So. And then just use your regular Caesar stuff. It's this tastes good. The texture a little bit different from chicken, but it's nice. I want it makes me feel like I'm on my healthy shit. Exactly. I love meals like that, like food like mm-hmm. that. It tastes mm-hmm. good. That it's like, oh, like I'm shocked. This is good for me. Like, yeah. You go. I'm a wife. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> but um so what what workouts do you like to do i know you said you got back in the gym we've been seeing you on um instagram yes ma'am maybe you have not seen my life updated but it has not been like that (laughs) (laughs) right all the time all the time it was crazy is I'm really in the mood to work out, but as soon as I see the gym, it's just it's a no for me at this point. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get back in there though, but I like to do um what are they call it? The Russian squats. Okay. Yeah. I like uh, uh RDLs, I'll just say that because I don't I don't know what they're actually called. Um I like to do lifting. I can't get past probably the, the 30 dumbbells, but you don't judge. It's progress. Okay. I was gonna Girl, say we off at, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started off at 15. 
You started so off. Right. <laughs> Look at you. You didn't double that. All right, I did. That 15 used to feel like 50, but now that's <laughs> lightweight. And I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I go between those two different types of squats and stuff, like push ups. The glutes. Uh, yeah, I keep it light. I don't work too much on my abs, not too much on the arms, not too much on the, yeah, not too much. I'll just say that. I like that. Okay. I love that. I mean, you already have a really nice physique anyway, so I guess it would just be to, you're welcome. <laughs> I guess it would just what, to keep it tight? Right. Yeah. Keep a little tone. Yes. <laughs> That's I all I it. want. Um. So, uh, another question: um, Would you ever consider like vegan dairy? Now, Ray just tries to get me into <laughs> get get me into this stuff. Now, if it's because I swear there was this cheese that she fell in love with, and she was steady trying to say, "You should try it. You should try this cheese more." Um, I don't know. Like she's saying, there's not that much of a difference. I would probably have to do more research about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I guess so because I don't, I don't, I don't like dairy. But I'll do like you know regular meats and everything like that. But dairy, yeah, dairy is a no go. So I would probably try it. I'd give it a shot. So what do you use in place of dairy then? Since you don't, I like almond milk. Um, Same girl. Yeah, I do the gourmet cheeses. I try not to do like the straight up milk cheese. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's about it. Now, every now and then, I do step into some like heavy cream and all that stuff, you know, cooking. But I mean, there's no way to avoid that one unless somebody's somebody's got a secret that I don't know about. Right. Now, yeah. y'all know I did hear oat milk was really good for you, as opposed to almond milk. Really? Um, as opposed? Is it because of the sugar? I'm guessing so. I think because um, almond milk does have more additives now. I don't know if, like, you know, a lot more people are kind of getting hip to it. So, you know, the government's mm-hmm. probably like, oh, okay, like, let me go and spruce this up and put more things into this. Um, but yeah, I was, I was talking to somebody not so long ago and they were saying that oat milk was really good and, um, a really good substitute for the dairy and a lot more healthier than the almond milk. That's Maybe cool. I got the wrong brand that one time. Cause I like oat milk in like my drinks, but like if I try to like put it in my cereal or something, I feel like it's too thick, but maybe I got the wrong thing. Cause I, I liked it too, but with my, um. It's only my cereal. My cereal, I have like a little issue with it because it's so thick. I never had oat milk, but that's what I heard, that it's like really thick and kind of like... But my um, primary care physician, she was telling me like how, yeah, like oat milk was really a really good substitute and stuff for... Mm -hmm. But yeah, Yeah. I've never tried it. I haven't really heard good things as far as the taste, um, but almond milk, I can do the taste of almond milk, so... Unsweet and sweet. Yep, or the vanilla. See, I um actually just saw on Instagram, I saw this girl making her own almond milk. So I done saved the little recipe and I'm like, I really want to start um making my own milk because it looks really easy. It don't look hard at all. So I'm like, if I could really I want to start making a lot of my my own things, um, growing my own things and stuff, getting portable gardens. Um, or mobile gardens, uh, whatever you want to call them, um, and just really start substituting a lot of that because I know just with a lot of the fruits and the vegetables that they have in the grocery stores, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I just learned actually like, what was it, yesterday, um, that they do add like dyes and things to the apples, to strawberries and stuff like that. So really those aren't even healthy for you. So um, I know the farmer's market is really a good place to get a lot of your fruits and vegetables or, um, you know, a lot of your healthy um, substitutes that, you know, you don't really want to get from the store or you don't really trust to get from the store. Um, Yeah. Start shopping at that farmer's market. 
Right, it does. It, it makes a bigger difference. And I, I know they say like the organic fruit, if the um, if the barcode um, starts with nine, then that means that it's like supposed to be truly organic. That's how you can identify organic. Mm-hmm. I read that somewhere. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to like get stay out of Walmart from getting my fruit and try to do like sprouts or something. Um, yeah. I don't think because our farmers market. I don't think it's year round in Tennessee since we don't really. Have- yeah, like the weather that y'all got in Texas. Yeah, yeah, ours is uh, year round, um, and yeah, I I really don't shop at Walmart for my fruits or vegetables neither no more because when when I started juicing my vegetables from Walmart, oh my goodness, the taste was horrid, and I'm like, okay you know, this is not fresh yeah. and it looks fresh. You know, you go and you see it and you're like, okay, you know, cool. But no, juiced up, it's a big difference from getting it from somewhere where they sell it, you know, a lot more fresher and, um, you know, just more organic and things like that. So, yeah, I, I definitely stay away from Walmart, even really Kroger. So I don't, I don't really like to get my vegetables from Kroger either. Yeah, yeah, it's really best to try to get it from like really like a like you say like a local farmer market, but if not, something like a Publix or Sprouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, H E B somewhere like that. Um, but yeah, so I, I would but, say um, that. What do you practice, Morgan, when you're like to process your emotions to keep healthy thoughts flowing? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you deal with your anger and sadness? fight demons every day um no battle listen (laughs) well you know i was always that type of person i was just kind of hold on to stuff until it just came out and that one session it would be everything all at once but now i've gotten to a point i'm a talker so i like to talk all of my things out as soon as they happen i'll voice exactly what's going on I'm trying to make myself more self-aware of how I feel in situations and everything like that but um I don't know I recently stepped into that too you know I had my doctor's appointment with my doctor uh yesterday and um I told him about how I was experiencing my anxiety anxiety and getting my panic attacks um back again and everything like that and Basically, I told him everything. I gave him my whole life and he laid it out. He was like, there's a bunch of stuff going on, but it sounds like you need a therapist or you need to find a new job. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Pretty much what it boils down to every time. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, your job is stressing you out. Literally. (laughs) Because he tried to pinpoint it together. He was like, so you experienced this stuff um, like the day before you go into work and then all throughout the week when you have work. I was like, pretty much, yeah. He was like, it could be your job. And then he was like, for you to start your job at the same exact time that you moved into your apartment. He was like, all that at once, you had a dramatic life change. Yeah, you, you might talk about it, but you might not talk about it enough. And I was like, yeah, that could be the case. But um, yeah, he was like, in this type of situation, I can prescribe you medication, but I think the medicine is just to go on somewhere else. I was like, yeah, you're right. So I'm realizing like a lot of my things that um, impacted me in my life are just like coming all at once. And then I had my drastic life change. I honestly still don't know the way that I'm handling things, but um, I do know that one way is just by talking and talking it out because Every day is a lesson. I'm not. I'm not doing. Um, I'm not a superhero. I'll say that. Literally, none of us are. Like, yeah, yeah. Step at a time because life truly do throw curveballs at us. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? It's necessary to have somebody to talk to. It's necessary to have a a good support group because you got to get those thoughts out of your head. Like they can't, you'll go crazy if you remain inside your head too much, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how people can do it. You know me? Like, Lose your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to talk. I'm going to tell somebody. Okay. Shit. I'm going to say okay. something. On my chest. Listen, how do you feel about therapy? Are you excited to try it? Are you nervous? Hey. 
I'm a little awkward at first. So I know probably the first few sessions might not be all the way open, but I am excited because I want to stop having these experiences where I just wake up in the middle of the night and I'm freaking out. And I'm like, I'm good during the day, but you know, when it gets to the nighttime and it gets real quiet, you don't know that your your consciousness is like having those sudden underlying thoughts that just sprout on you. And you know, for me, it sprouts on me in my sleep. So I haven't had a a good night's sleep in a little minute. And um, well, I had a good one last night, um, I guess after venting a little bit to my doctor, but yeah, waking up like that and, you know, kind of forgetting how to breathe just because you, you know, reacting off of some thoughts or some memories in your head. It's just ridiculous to me. And I'm just like, out of everything that I've been through, I got through it and I'm still just freaking out over the images or the or the thought of it. And I'm perfectly yeah. fine. I got a good life. I got my car, got my apartment, working my job. It's not the one that I want, but you know, <laughs> I'm apprenticing yeah. for something that I do want to do. I got talent. I'm like, I got all these good things and I'm over here just in a corner crying. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it be like that, and it just goes to show how how the materials, the status, the accomplishments, like they really don't they really don't compensate for our mental health. Like you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like really, yeah, like no no uh, shortcut to it. Like you really have to put in work and be mindful to to reserve that space for you because life can be demanding like these jobs our customers our everything these bills you know what i'm saying is very mm-hmm. demanding and we often forget to, like take that time to breathe to meditate to silence out the noise to go for a walk and just be grateful to be alive like we forget and we don't even get the time to appreciate the small things in our lives so it's like when we do start accomplishing big things like we still feel like we're behind or we're not doing enough or we're you know what I mean yeah yeah and I think it's really you know amazing that you're able to be aware of that you know what I'm saying to where you're like okay I know it's a problem and I want to do something to fix it because you know most people will just live with it and be like oh you know I'm not going to therapy therapy is for you know suckers or therapy is this and you know stuff like that so you're aware of you know the things that you have to unpack and you're wanting to get the help to be a better person and to you know live a better life and to not have those night terrors and that anxiety and things like that so um that's amazing you know that that's a real big step so yeah, let's go ahead and get it to love. Oh, be Evie. <laughs> been waiting for uh, this. <laughs> praying. So, for- <laughs> um, what makes you fall for a man? I think there is a part of me that's delusional that didn't ask to be. <laughs> that's the part. <laughs> We all a little Delulu now. Me, <laughs> Delulu is the solution. <laughs> okay. What makes me fall for men? I am a goofy person, so I know all that is the humor. Um, somebody's energy, if they're coming, and you know, you won't really know all the energy up then, uh, up front, but initially, initially, like that first connection that you get with them I like that and I run with it so I realized that about me I'm not the type of person that can meet somebody and then grow to like them you've already got to be there for me to like you know so and I ended up um going through that situation I guess we'll dive into that I don't know but um where there was somebody that was possibly right for me and it's not that I didn't want a good guy and everything like that, but it's just that it's not something that can be forced. And I know like yeah. off of a natural feeling, yeah, like that's not that's not um, 
the vibe that I want and I don't want to waste anybody's time so yeah and I think that's important too because you you can't force anything there's if the connection ain't there then there's it's nothing that anybody can do or say to make it just really happen Mm -hmm. um I think that you really do know like at that point when you meet somebody if you are going to have a connection with them or not you know um and and sometimes I do feel like you know once you get to kind of know them you you do kind of grow to like oh okay you know I may have liked you as a friend but now I'm really kind of seeing you in a different light um but yeah that connection is is very important um I I I definitely agree with that yeah that's that's what it gets me so connection and ini- i cannot say that word initially initially and um yeah i was about to say and humor because that's a big part of me and um i want to say kindness in there and maybe a little bit of a Sarcasm. Sarcasm always gets me. That's what I live for. So, yeah. When you can understand my sarcasm, you're speaking my second language. And I like that. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Looks obviously come last because didn't even mention that. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So, you go off personality. That's great. I go off personality. If we're talking looks, though. If we're talking looks, I'd like a nice smile. A smile is always nice. Okay. Yeah. So what do you like about being in love? When when you do meet a guy and the connection is flowing and it's feeling all the feelings, like what uh-huh. what what do you like about that feeling or that relationship? Um, what do I like about being in love? I love when I'm delusional. I love when I (laughs) (laughs) ignore all the signs and I just. I'm going to paint that red flag green. Right. Okay. So you just falling. My man, my man, my man. I love it when I act like that. But uh, I don't know. I'm. I don't know. Like if we're talking love and relationships, it gives me more anxiety and worry than a good feeling okay so let me ask you this do you feel like you've ever truly been in love i have yeah i do feel like i have because there's like there's no length that i wouldn't go to now could mine have been one-sided yeah because i've i've done a lot of one-sided love but yeah i definitely have so i know what it's like yeah, yeah it just worries me because I you know I'm coming from a background where I could love somebody so much and then something still happens they could either do me wrong or they're gone I'll never see them again like I've just had the worst experiences so I've never seen a good side of it so that could make me a person that's a um, kind of bias mm-hmm. but uh yeah, yeah. It gives me more worry. Huh? So toxic? Huh? Would you consider your, you heard me? Would you consider? I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, next question. Skip that one. <laughs> you heard the way I said. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All of a sudden, gotta pee. Let me. Get, I'll be right back. Y'all, yeah, you know. <laughs> My phone's gonna die. You're on your iPad. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) we know the answer to this yes I do I consider myself toxic Um, I don't know I can't help that part that that comes out I don't know I'll be like no I'm gonna do better and then lo and behold same old person (laughs) so Yeah, them cycles. And like we were saying earlier, like you were saying about how, you know, we kind of live a lot of our lives in the sub- the subconscious of our brain. Mm-hmm. We make 40,000 decisions per day. So it does it. It gets to that point where your brain just kind of starts relying on 
what you do out of habit and just what's mm-hmm. you know, your behavior and so we what do you feel more comfortable with yeah kind of fall into those dynamics those cycles that um yeah that can be vicious or that we want to break but obviously it's it it takes a lot but it can be doable you just got to get yeah out. it's very doable mm-hmm. yeah. i'm like nonchalant and toxic at the same time but th- that's the thing a lot of toxic people are nonchalant because they are being subconscious about it instead of being intentional mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. you can't be intentional and nonchalant that shit just don't even go together like they don't <laughs> yeah yeah if it does, you're crazy. It just you know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important to really, you know, be able to identify and feel those emotions. Um, especially coming from you know just my point of view, um, being nonchalant and um, being more so emotionally unavailable. Um, and I, I noticed that that started in my childhood. Um, just from my upbringing, um, starting with my mother, you know, she was very emotionally unavailable. And I've noticed that I've always chose men that were emotionally unavailable because it was familiar to me. So it's like, you know, it was never the guy that was being consistent or, you know, really wanting to do these things that a good man is supposed to do for you it was oh let me you know pay attention to the guy that isn't calling me back you know when he's supposed to or you know Mm -hmm. isn't really pursuing me like I want him to it's a it's a a cat and mouse game and it was intriguing to me you know because it was the emotionally unavailable Mm -hmm. um so I think once we kind of you know identify that like where it started And once you start to unpack it, which really a lot of our um, relationships boil down to our childhood trauma, you know, we, we all have it, you know what I'm saying? It's all different, of course, but once you're really able to identify it and sit with it, heal it, then you'll be able to really choose better men, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, that's important too, to really have those emotions and not really, be so nonchalant towards everything because I mean you know at the end of the day we all we all care you know we can all act like we don't we're you know these big tough people but we all care we all want to be loved at the end of the day and it doesn't necessarily have to be like romantic love it it can be love love from friends and siblings or whatever but or uh, self-love or self-love but it is it's very essential um and like you said it it like the answer always boils down to childhood trauma like that is mm-hmm. the answer to everything because that's where you learn all of your habits that's when you you know pick up everything and they they say mm-hmm. a, a child learns learns like all all of uh, their behaviors within the first three years of their life so, yeah so we we were learning shit about love before we even you know what I'm saying had fell into love and really knew what it was um so it, it was the same for me like trying to realize like why I like um the men that I liked and mine stemmed from my childhood of course and I think really mine was kind of like the the hyper independence and um being that I was the middle child and I grew up you know like with my older brother and younger brother um and I didn't get you know, a lot of attention in the home. And um, I like, I would try to bring it up to my parents, but they at, at the time, like didn't really understand, you know, what, like my mom knew what I was feeling because she was the middle child and she had like the middle child syndrome and she, you know, kind of got it. Um, but yeah, I, I feel as if it was, um, it was definitely, like like we were saying about you know like choosing emotionally unavailable people because you I guess you kind of like want to prove your worth prove that you're worth mm-hmm. you know this and and not only that I think for me the reason why I mostly chose like unavailable men is because it pushed me to be hyper independent and that's essentially yeah. I was used to being like you know on my own entertaining myself by myself you know yeah it was like, okay, if, if I choose someone who I know is not going to be consistent, then 
I get to be alone, which is yeah. It's some shit, man. When you do a, a deep dive, it's some. Okay. I know. It's <laughs> got a little real. You know? put the dick in. You like, all right, now. <laughs> Let me go on and cover this shit back <laughs> up. <laughs> the knees claws are like, no. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so moving on, moving on. Uh, what do you dislike about being in love? I kind of put that about what I like being in love for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate, it's like I like it, but I hate the vulnerability. Um, no. I hate the fact that everything that I have inside, I have to get it off of my chest and tell the other person how I feel about my love. And there's the possibility of that rejection. Um, There's the possibility of me putting that out into the air that I am going to have my own heart broken for my own actions. yeah, I, I don't like it. I hate the unsureness because you feel that way that day. You feel that way each day because that's how my love works. My love is unconditional, but you don't know exactly what the other person could be thinking the next day or what they're thinking right then and there. If they're going to change their mind, if they find something else. Um, and that all comes from, I, that. yeah, that could come from childhood because I've always had a life change happen for me. So I'm like preparing myself for the worst before it does happen because nothing would ever be in my favor. Um, I also hate that um, once you do have that vulnerable vulnerable part open for yourself, when you're expressing your love and and giving your love that um, you really don't care what happens to you and you have everything into just that one person. So as long as they're happy, you're supposed to be happy. I hate that I forget who I am. So, yeah. Oh my God. So many women like lose their self in love. And it's like, we're taught to, honestly. It's like, you're not a good woman if you're not a good wife. You're not a good woman if you're not Mm -hmm. a good mother. But it's like, how do I be a good woman to myself? Like, why do I have to mm-hmm. find not being a good woman relating to a man or some kids? Like, we we are told at a very young age, here's this baby doll. Here's your here here's your easy bake oven. Here's your yeah. so mm-hmm. we get wrapped up in our worth being to serve other people, and we forget about ourselves. Like we, and that's why so many women, like once they do get married and have kids you know, they have this midlife crisis because it's like, it, they ha- they have no room for them. And that, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's my biggest fear when it comes to like, you know, if I were to get married or have children, like losing myself because, oh my God, like that, that, I, that, w- that would be detrimental to my life. Like waking up, yeah. just not, not feeling as if like I, I've served me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I totally get it. And I know like um, on one of our previous episodes, you know, we talked about vulnerability and how there's strength in vulnerability. Um, And I also believe that with the right partner, you won't feel those things. You won't feel that unsureness or that, you know, that's that you're scared to be rejected or you're scared to be vulnerable. Um, I feel like once you're, a healed version of you or you know even and not to say that you don't meet your your partner when you're not healed and you're able to heal with your partner but I feel like when they come into your life you'll know that okay it feels safe here you know Mm -hmm. I can I can be who I'm supposed to be and not be judged for or not be scared to oh you know be rejected or you know, I have to be somebody else to be worthy of, you know, their love. Um, you know, that reassurance um, when you're in, in the right relationship is is everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it, it. a lot of it stems from, you know, just our previous partners that we chose. You know, it, it kind of falls back on that along with our childhood, of course. But, um, you know, just the previous relationships, it's 
you know, kind of proving yourself and um, that that re- that rejection that, you know, we kind of face in those relationships. But I feel like not everything is meant to work out. And I feel like um, some of it does really just build character. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've had a lot of lessons. You feel <laughs> yeah. we're we're growing beings. I know that's right. I know that's right. Um, Morgan, so do you do you want kids in marriage, or how do you feel about that? Is that maybe so? You know, I want the kids. I want kids. I want kids like how I want dogs. The marriage, however, <laughs> the- you know. <laughs> It was crazy as I've always imagined myself having like a, a nice, a nice wedding. Um, mine is a little bit more simple. I would definitely lope, um, you know, a little simple walking down the beach, Aww. things like that. Small, small, small guest count. I've imagined that, but I didn't imagine the actual married stage yet. Mm-hmm. I imagine the kids, the dog, the house, but the man and me in the same home. That's, <laughs> and yeah. I think that's all coming from a part of this dating pool that we have. Yeah. So um, d- tapping into that, it's just got me a little bit unsure. I'm like, okay, I know I want children. They ain't done nothing wrong. I know, you know, I'm going to have my little mini me or a mini them of whoever they want to be. I'm just have like, somebody that I love unconditionally and truly. I love kids. So that's that's something that's inevitable for me. But the man in itself, I don't even care how that comes. We can co-parent just so as long <laughs> as my baby is good. Like I'm the so the marriage part, I'm not pushing it. But I do want I do want children. I'm a kid. Just one, two, three. Girl, you know I want like six of them. Ooh. <laughs> We're gonna reconvene. She said that's all for okay. night, guys. You lost me. <laughs> no, my max, my max that I feel like I can do is about four. But you know, I'm I want if I can have twins, I'll I'll get some twins, knock them out. I have my other two, you know. I need a I need a team. They all gotta look yeah. out for each other. And you know, that's coming from me having my big family. I got all of my sisters, got my brother, and then um always around dogs. We have big loving family. Well, we scratch, we you know, knock heads, but <laughs> besides that, there's love and it's a big family. And I always imagine that for myself because I want there to be Things that uh, my kids remember, you know, generation to generation. I want them to be able to, you know, have these type of traditions that I have with my family or, you know, when they go ahead and do their own thing with their family. I want their family to be able to join everybody else from, you know, different sides and things like that. I I imagine a Medea happy family reunion type of stuff. (laughs) And that's wonderful. I I want a big family. And if I'm the one to start that, that's amazing. Yeah. And you can absolutely break generational curses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have the power to do anything that you believe that you can do. And I feel like a lot of it, um, and I, I kind of wanted to touch base on that too earlier uh, when we was talking. And I, I know that um, you were kind of mentioning things about going into it and you were unsure, things like that. And I, I feel like a lot of it, um, is manifestations um, and just how you were speaking on, you know, you've envisioned the kids and the dogs and things like that, but not really the husband or, you know, who it was. Um, and I think a lot of that is um, is manifestations. I feel like you can manifest the negative as well as the positive. So if you're kind of going into things and you're kind of like, oh, no, nah, like it's not going to work out or this this ain't going to you know, go from here, then it very much so won't. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you have to speak life mm-hmm. into what you really want for yourself. Um, so if you do see that husband and those kids and whatever else, I feel like you can sit down and really envision that and really bring it to fruition. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, our, our definite our words hold hold power. The tongue, yeah, holds power. that's that's a powerful thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you can see it, then then it can happen. If you can see it and believe in it, it it can definitely come true. But um, I, I get to like the I don't know. I guess the frustrations from the dating pool and feeling. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. This trash. <laughs> it's trash. Okay, you heard it here first on Unfiltered. <laughs> it's fucking trash. But um, I, I read something somewhere. It was like um, you can't pray for a good man and then say they don't exist. So exactly, yeah, yeah. true. It, it's one of them things that it's like it's we know it's out there, but it's just we don't see it very often. So our our start being like um mm. yeah, i don't know like you know but it, it's it, like seeing a bunch of cows and then a unicorn <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah a unicorn is out there for you it's definitely <laughs> okay all in this time yeah mm-hmm. but i also feel like it, it comes with raising your vibrations too you know what I'm saying? Because you can't expect a whole healthy man and you're not a whole healthy woman. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it I feel like you are what you attract. So, once you want this, you know, whole healthy man, you know, whatever you envision him to be, you have to become what you want, you know, because life is going to give you what you are. You know, not what you want. Yeah, absolutely. And then I mean, yeah, because I mean, can't be a dollar out here looking. I mean, can't be a yeah. What is it? A penny out here looking for a dollar. A dime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't be a penny out here looking for a dime. Like you definitely have to to rise to the occasion of 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 what you want and what you what you want to to come home to. So. It's, it definitely is. It, it's some work, and that's like love is work. Love is responsibility. Whether it's self love or you know romantic love, whatever the case may be, so it definitely requires a lot of effort and consideration and discipline. So I think it's very important to give that to yourself first before wanting to give it to someone else. Um, if if you didn't give it to yourself first, you, first of all, you're not going to know what it's like to receive it. And so many of us know how to give love and don't know how to receive love. Mm-hmm. And, that and also, you can't pour from an empty cup. You get what I'm saying? Like that, mm-hmm. that also kind kind of perpetuates that um, that feeling of emptiness and uncertainness because it's like I can be loving you and you not feel loved by me. Even though, like, I'm loving you, you know what I'm saying? But, like, mm-hmm. you have to make sure you can feel love and give love. And that's that's not easy. Like, that, it's just not. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah, and I feel like also another thing is it's important to love people in their love languages, not yours. So, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, you could be giving it and they're not receiving it because you're giving it in your love language. But that that's not the love language that they're responding to. So, you know what I'm saying? They're they're not feeling you on that. So, mm-hmm. I feel like it's also important to have those conversations if you really love somebody or, you know, you feel like, okay, this is a potential bae or person that I see myself with. Okay, let me sit down and study you. Let me ask you questions. What do you like? What, what don't you like? So, and I feel like once you kind of get to know your partner and what they do like, you'll understand what they don't like. And so you'll be able to love them properly and they should be reciprocating that to you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and like I said, you know, just, just a minute ago, you can't pour from an empty cup. So you can't, you know, you can't fill somebody else up if, if you're already empty and you, you have to be, you have to be full. You have to, you have to be overflowing to even flow into somebody else. Um, but yes, let's go ahead and move on. Um, do you feel like it would be easier for you to be with like another creative or does that matter to you? You're very creative. Okay. Yeah. Talented. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I haven't tried that yet. So it might be what you I don't know. Yeah. Okay. 
That might be what you tried it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. They, the, the creatives I meet are a little weird, but um, <laughs> if I... <laughs> Not not labeling they do, yourself. They do be weird. I met one that was real interested in me, but his way of creativity was through fashion. This man was trying to make just buku off of pants that were made out of what are those things called? Pants that were made out of the bandanas. He was trying to make bandana pants, really pushed it, but this guy. On top of that, you know, um, you're not gonna make any money from just solely that. So he was just, you know, trying to take different streams and th- different things like that. In my mind, I'm just like, this guy is honestly does not know what he wants to do. I understand his ambition, but I, I can't, I can't really see it working because your life is low key in shambles. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and I'm like outside looking in. Is this how I am? <laughs> I'll be having different streams going. Am I in shambles? And do I not know how to make up my mind? And I've, I've dealt with guys that were like, you know, you don't do too much. You do a lot of stuff. You're an amazing woman. You do this, that, and the third. But dang, pick one. And <laughs> I would be like, you know, yeah, like, because I can't do everything and you know like I said I'm not a superhero so I know like I have talent and and different type of things that I like to get into and I can adapt to it very quickly and learn it it's like by tomorrow or yesterday but I would be tired and I know that that's draining for me so if I'm wanting to talk to a creative I will hope they have their mindset solely maybe on one to two things and Mm. they don't have to you know put too much thought into those kind of things and stress over it because I know how I am so I would do it but I would just want to make sure that they're at their last level or next to last level of what they want to do because me before plus me dating oh no I was all over the place all over the place I was doing hair nails what else was I doing tattooing Shoot, no. Before that, I was just, I was just doing stuff: hair, nails, makeup. Oh yeah, just random, random things from here to there. Trying to talk to people. Hey, good morning. And then now you're not hearing from me. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're like, I'm somewhere they're like, out I, in the corner fixing somebody's tire because I do tires now. <laughs> like you know, you just got. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> If, if, if I'm gonna do that, I just hope they got like they got it a little bit together, and that has a part to do with me too, because I can't not have it together asking for somebody to have it together. So, so yeah, you do. You be having your hands a lot of different pots. Like, what what's your favorite way to express yourself? Because you have many. What's yeah? Wait, express myself as in like your hobby? Oh, my hobbies. Yeah, I do have a lot of hobbies too. Um. I would still honestly probably say my favorite way to express myself is skating. But I have not done that in ages. Yeah, girl. I could teach you how to spin. I could teach you how to go backwards. Girl, I love skating. Yeah. I like that because, I mean, you could just just move freely and then nobody's judging you. You could do what you want to do. Shoot. And everybody's learning at their own level. So what you could be doing could probably be something that's at level one but shoot level zero looking like dang you cool like okay because so re- <laughs> i'm really at level like one right. and i can on top of the world <laughs> i'm at negative one that's what level <laughs> i'm on oh my god baby steps baby i steps. haven't been skating since like middle school yeah that's probably a tumble immediately and i'm recording but i will help you out <laughs> okay it's giving don't let her put no skates on. Hey, please. <laughs> you need the little crutches that you go on with. I was gonna say that. Like, yes, we're gonna have to get on that little rope thing. It's okay. Yes, we all start there. But yeah, I like that way because you could put on your favorite song and I'm not really much of a singer, so if I'm if I'm about to jig a little bit, I'd rather do it on some skates. So 
I could do it to my favorite song, get a little bit off my chest. I used to go every, every day or every other day back home. And then I did a little bit here, but I got too caught up, got too busy. Somebody always needs me. So I never really actually have time to pull out the skates. If I pull them out now, they probably got a little bit of dust on them and blow them off like a fossil. Yes, and I say you should. You know, yeah. get back to that. Do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It probably help with your anxiety as well. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, I didn't experience a, a lot of anxiety whenever I would do that. So I probably need need to get back into it. That's my way of meditation. So, and then my well, I guess my other hobbies are like drawing and stuff. But I'm gonna say that as your favorite hobby, like your art. I can't though, cause that's. That's something that I got to think about. I ain't got to think about skating. Ah, oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, movies. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, I love movies. So. Honestly, movies will probably be my number one before skating. Because yeah. I'll put on a movie and forget everything. So, um, do you... Let's, let's go ahead and get into um, a little bit of spirituality. I know you kind of answered a few so do you identify as religious or spiritual Spiritual. nah atheist i'm gonna be honest people that are atheists scare me because they got nothing to lose but i'll be spiritual all day i'm i'm very i'm real into energy so okay definitely say spiritual beautiful yeah and so what what do you practice that brings you the most peace i know you said that you like to do the movies and skating it makes you feel free and you love to express yourself what what bring what centers you or makes you feel balanced hmm. i don't know if i feel balanced right i'm never balanced um uh, i would say probably temporarily what can center me I enjoy walks. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like getting fresh air. That would be a lot of the time what needed to calm me down during my anxiety attacks. I would have to go outside. Um, before, you know, it started being dark rooms and stuff. I, I needed I needed air. So I would I would just walk around. I mean, I don't know, there's beauty in nature. It's beauty outdoors. So yeah, I mean that's a it's a big old world and then i would just come to a realization like there's infinite possibilities there's many days i mean that's that's kind of humbling for me so focusing on stuff like that i mean yeah it was sent to me because it could only get better the day is what you make it so okay Thanks. so well said yes like okay. nature, that's my favorite way to recenter myself too like when I'm outside or I go for a walk and I just like look into the sky and seeing all the even seeing all those clouds it makes me feel like the possibilities are infinite mm-hmm. yes most definitely I love nature and being out in it especially when I'm not you know just feeling the greatest um it, it really, it makes me feel whole. It, it brings me back to the present. And I feel like um, just with having anxiety and things, I feel like a lot of that stems from, you know, focusing on the past too much or focusing on the future too much. Um, and I think once you kind of focus on or practice on being more present, um, It'll help. And really like with um, balancing your chakras, you know, once once you kind of dive deep and take those, um, do a lot of research into chakras and um, rebalancing those, you'll really see a lot of that is just an imbalance of your chakras. You really just need to kind of do things to get those back in balance and, you know, you'll feel a lot better. Um, I also learned that... Um, with nature um looking up at tree branches is it can increase an alpha brainwave activity so it makes us feel more relaxed yet alert um so you know trees are very powerful they have very um powerful healing components so really just 
going out and hugging trees and talking to trees, things like that can really kind of calm you down too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know hugging trees and talking to trees increases the oxytocin in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, being out in nature increases the serotonin in your body, which is like the happy drug. Um, it also yeah. increases the what, endorphin in your body, like the stress relief. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Nature is the answer to everything. I love nature. I love. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we Here's are going to go ahead and slide into our deeper talk our last yes. yay <laughs> we so the categories are categories are dreams exposed beliefs life lessons courage and self-awareness so morgan you are the guest you are going to pick the category i will pull the card and then we all gonna answer and get naked together and say fuck it okay oh shit got weird <laughs> all right um <laughs> you said a few categories but i heard dreams so i guess we could do that one let's okay. oh gosh if you had to switch places with another person, Ooh. who would you choose and why? <laughs> like, do I have to be specific about the person? Mm, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Like, what you mean? You finna say a family member? Like, yeah, I didn't know if I had to like be specific on like a celebrity, <laughs> family member. Um. Yeah, yeah, I would prefer. Okay. I'd probably be Blue Ivy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good person to be. <laughs> okay. Maybe got the best oh. life. That's the- <laughs> yeah, tell us why. We know why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she she's a child of Beyonce. She doesn't have to do anything she can if she wants to <laughs> and i'm sure that probably comes with a, a probably a stress level but she ain't finna realize nothing yet she's in her her prime of her, her tween <laughs> i would love that life back but i would love her life in that life back <laughs> yeah, yeah girl, totally with your mama. right Man. Going to get Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> Not Riding Bucky. in the back of the AMG. You know, I, I do all of that. Mm. Love it. That's my answer. What about you? <laughs> um, Honestly, I really, I don't feel like I idolize anybody in that way. Like, because I feel like we all have our own issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I would want to switch places with anybody. I feel like if I had to switch places, it'd probably just be with um, a more healed version of myself. So, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, just switch me out. Right. <laughs> I would say that. If I had to switch places with somebody else, bitch, I would like go back in time and switch places with like June Kenyatta and not do the damn slave trade because I feel like that fucked up the whole course. <laughs> so you want to go back and you want to you want to change some stuff. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would love. Like, yeah, I need to rewrite history. The you know? Like, just, just hand it over. Like, yeah. <laughs> would, yeah, I would go back and like do something like that and change the course of history. Because y'all know. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I love that. Yeah. Well, I don't have fun with y'all bitches, okay? Okay, <laughs> Yeah, this is good. Yes, it, was. it was. It was a lot. It was a lot, but yeah, I loved it. I'm glad we got to sit here and unpack and be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank you for coming, Morg. We appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. 
This is fun. Is there anything you would like to say to the people? Drop your your ad name to your hair page. Your Absolutely page. not. I'm about to block that hair page off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call my phone. Ever. <laughs> no, but um, apprenticeship is going well. Tattoos coming soon. Um, I will be probably making my regular page into my tattoo page, and it'll be Nache. Um, probably just add an underscore tattoos. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I guess side note: I do not listen to podcasts. But y'all are great. This is this is a really awesome podcast. I hope Thank this thrives. So yeah, I love it. Okay, y'all. This brings us to the end of our episode. Thanks for tuning in to Unfiltered Sisters. I'm your host, Raya B. And I'm Pokalene. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on all available platforms. And we will see you guys next Thursday.